0: welcome to better relationships better life where relationships expert judy k herman and her guests share insights that can help you move through conflicts in your nine to five jobs and your 24 7 lives crack the clarity code and create deeper connections beyond the messiness of relationships here's your host judy k herman our next guest jeff kral is an international business consultant speaker corporate strategist who has developed proven business principles, applied it to finding his soulmate and wrote a book about it. So for now, let's listen in on this episode, how to align your best self in relationships and business. Jeff, it is awesome to meet with you. I so appreciate you taking the time. You're a businessman. You're an international Businessman, And you've had a whole lot of corporate training, but yet you're also in this relationship field as well. So I just can't wait to talk with you and weave together some questions that I have since you're like in both of these arenas.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, it's cool. I just want people to know that we've actually met face to face. It was a couple of weeks ago. I don't know when this is going to be aired, but I met both you yeah. and your lovely wife, Michelle. <laughs> and you have a book. Why don't you share about the books that you have out there? The one on relationships, how to find your soulmate. Can you share a little about that?
1: Yeah. So I wrote, um, so I would tell people my story um, whenever single people were stuck in trying to find their soulmate and trying to find that special person. And uh, they would always ask, like, how did you meet your wife? And I'd tell the story. And finally, they just say, hey, <laughs> at the end of that, they go, You've got to write a book about that. So that was actually my first book. I wasn't planning on writing a book, but I just I kept wondering, like, why am I being stingy not to share that with others? So I wrote a book. It's called The Fifth Power for Relationships, and it's the five key single uh, or the the five key secrets to finding your soulmate. And so uh, I always challenge my clients to do it in 120 days or less uh, because that's what I did. And I know that my formula works even better. Uh, so, uh, you know, a lot of my clients have found their soulmates even faster than my 120 days.
0: Oh, that's like, that's, that blows my mind, <laughs> being, uh, having studied relationships Me too. and this being my career for so many years. And okay, so how do you, how do, you do that? Me- but, but now this, uh, you do have a business book before you wrote the relationship book, right?
1: Um, I don't have a business book. I'm actually in the, in the process of writing the business book as well. The key, the key is is the same five steps, which I call my fifth power formula, is exactly the same process I teach my business clients, as I teach my love clients, as I teach life clients, whatever, right? It's the yeah. same formula to go through because it's a matter of, you know, shifting those barriers that, are, that you're stuck on and how do you, you know, have really a proven process to follow especially in the love relationship area. I mean, how many people like you ask them? So how did you find your soulmate? Oh, I followed this process. Mm. It's like, no, I was by accident. You know, I was lucky I did it on, you know, some sort of app and, and so on, or, 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 you know, that sort of thing. So it's never a process. And, you know, I always thought, I, I always thought to myself, like, for something that's so important, you know, someone you're going to spend the rest of your life with, right? Mm-hmm. For something that's so important where you're going to put everything into it and put everything you own and everything they own into it, that you think you would have a better process than by accident.
0: Oh, and so absolutely! so well, that's what I, really
1: had me create it. So <laughs>
0: it's like, it's so, I, I just really appreciate talking to you because for several years, Jeff, I have Uh, most of my clients and my counseling, and I do mostly relationship counseling and couples and marriage counseling, but most of them have been business owners, leaders, influencers. So I've heard on the back end what goes on in their personal lives and the struggles that they go through, and then also hearing the struggles business-wise. So help us to understand here you are basically Uh, you're kind of becoming an expert or you already are an expert business-wise. And then you are also like bringing in these business principles into relationships. So let's circle to the business arena because you've had plenty of experience in the corporate world. And Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what what kind of insights have you gotten in your experience, not just working with clients, but also your experience in the corporate world, what would be some of the relationship issues that are creeping up in, in business?
1: Yeah, I think, well, there's so many in the business realm, um, because you've got the relationship with your coworkers, you've got the relationship with your clients. And so all of those things have different dynamics. However, it all comes back to basic communication, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the key thing to recognize, and that's how they all coordinate, uh, correlate with each other, is because it's basic communication. So, like with coworkers, you know, I always found that it was very important. That, um, in fact, uh, you know, the best the best relationship uh, that I really a uh, book that I love the most that uses is the five languages of love,
0: Mm, right? I think it's such an
1: it's an easy way to to just put someone into a certain category Mm -hmm. and just look like if I was coming from, you know, contribution to this person, what is the best way to communicate to that person and really communicate through whatever language of love that they have and so on. And I think that's important. The other thing I think is important in cope co-working type relationships is also knowing who the person is Mm. most of the time we don't spend time to get to know the co-worker and we make up interpretations and thoughts and stories about who that person really is and when you come into a business decision or you know you're trying to work together to figure something out you have this big filter Mm. that you're looking through of who they are when you really don't even know who they are. You know, Mm -hmm. so a lot of times with my business clients, I always like to start with like, what is their personal mission, personal uh, passion, you know, their purpose in their life and get to get each individual to understand that so they can communicate it with each other. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking to the person, I'm talking to that purpose. And if Mm -hmm. they say something outside of their own purpose in life, then it's, it's, it just reminds me like they're not being their normal self. And, you know, you can have a discussion about, you know, hey, what's going on? You know, are you going? Yeah.
0: Let me, let me hold this for a moment, because what I've discovered yeah. a lot, and even in my own life, and how I've related to others, uh, in in a non counseling, you know, relationship or work relationship from the past, you might have a boss, or, or whatever, and that boss maybe reminds you of your the harshness of your dad in that dynamic there. And, and mm-hmm. so what I've discovered is there's a lot of similar, what I'd call relationship dances that are going on, not just in your personal relationships, but they get repeated into work relationships. And yes, you're saying communication is good. And also just really knowing that person and their purpose, but uh, have you seen any of the like maybe some similar dynamics of how, of how people are actually showing up in their relationship to invite perhaps the mess that they might be getting from yeah. a coworker or a, you know, yeah. a I think a lot, mm-hmm.
1: a lot of what we, what we do in communication is always from the past, right? Mm-hmm. Our brain has collected some sort of way to survive and inside that way, that's, that's the way we want to communicate. And so like you were saying, in a in a corporate world you might look at your boss from a dad perspective mm-hmm. right and yeah. so now you're thinking how however your relationship with your dad is probably how your relationship if that's the filter you're looking through is dad or maybe you look at it from a mom perspective or maybe you look at it from you know like a, a a sibling perspective or a mentor perspective but whatever perspective you you think of that person as Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you tend to operate that way
0: mm-hmm. you know like
1: when you meet people and they they talk and they behave and show up like your mother you now talk to them like if they were your mother
0: and then you get you know? the same kind of responses and, and I do want to, re- and, to to let listeners know this is not conscious stuff we're doing right this is like uh, subconscious yeah. this is automatic things yeah, that we don't really automatic. same. <laughs> These same dynamics are going on, but it's what we are familiar with is what we're going to be drawn to. Yeah. Right. So that's interesting, <laughs> but you have seen that in, in Oh business. yeah,
1: totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, I teach a lot in negotiations and sales training and stuff like that, and it's all in communication. You know, it comes into your listening, mm-hmm. the questions you're asking, are you really coming from, you know, like a win-win position? Mm-hmm. Or are you really trying to dominate something and, and get your own way? And so, you know, it takes a lot to communicate in a way where you're patient and you're listening. You come from curiosity, you show mm-hmm. that you care. You know, all these things are such a dynamic that you unconsciously are not going to do automatically most of the time.
0: Yeah, automatically you either, don't you we just like, you, you have, just human, you have to train t-
1: yourself, right? <laughs> To yes. consciously be that person, be, show up that way, and the good part is, the more you consciously do that on your own, the more unconscious that becomes,
0: mm. right? Yeah. And so,
1: just like anything else, because the the way we got to how we are today, you know, is again off past stuff, right? Mm. So past experiences, so and those you know, you continue to practice year after year after year until you start to recognize with awareness that that's not really who I want to be. Mm. That's not really how I want to communicate. And then it takes some consciousness and some training to, to be able to break through that. I mean, it's and it's not an overnight thing. You got to start somewhere. But the more practice you get, and the more you do that, then obviously, the more unconscious that becomes just like, Your past ones were
0: right the more automatic that it can be it's kind of like stretching and doing things like you brush your teeth automatically and so yes these these conscious things can they can be conscious but then they don't have to stay conscious once you get good at it well help us to understand because and i want to i'm genuinely i genuinely want to know because you have these these principles and these things that when when you were at a place in your life you you began to apply them in your personal life to find your soulmate. So, so what was going on in business? What was the, uh, the gap, let's say, at that point in your life between you excelling in business, because this is, this is a lot of the stories I get in my counseling is, you know, there's this part of, I do really good in, in business, but I really really awful at relationships. So what it described that gap a little bit, if you want to use your own or someone else's, that's fine, but I'm just, no, no, no. I, I think,
1: well, the first time I recognized all this, I was coaching a client that I was coaching in Australia and he literally got on the phone with me and was just complaining about his business. Like I can't find new clients. I feel hopeless you know, and he went on and on to the point where I, I felt like, how could you say this? You're successful. You already have a successful business. You, you know, yes, you could build it bigger, but you know, how could you even think all of this? Right. Mm -hmm. And it was just that mindset that was there. And then, uh, you know, I gave him advice and at the end of the call, he was super excited, got into action and I gave him these five steps. And I remember hanging up, just looking in the mirror. Because I have a mirror when I coach, I have a mirror in front of me. And um, I remember looking myself in the eye going, Man, that's some good advice. You should probably do that yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had that moment? Right. Oh, you're like, oh, man, that was out. such good advice. And then you're like, You know, uh, hello, you should do that yourself. <laughs> and the place that I was stuck was relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm. I didn't have my soulmate you know, and I started to hear myself as that guy, my client on the other line, like, it's hopeless to find that special person, there's not enough of them out there, you know, and I felt all this drama that was there, and I'm like, no, 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 so that's what shifted everything for me, and, and so once I did that, I decided to follow the same five steps that I now teach everyone, and so, uh, and I, you know, my story is really short. I'll say it's short, but I went on yeah. 43 dates and 120 days, all by introductions from my community of people and found the woman of my dreams. And, you know, we've been married 15 years now with, um, four kids. So, you know,
0: I, and I, I when I <laughs> first heard your story, Jeff, I had to admit I had, I was so skeptical. That's why I needed to meet both you and Michelle together to say, is this guy real? <laughs>
1: I know it's a crazy journey. I always say I was a slow learner. That's why I had to go on more dates.
0: Well, I was so curious about, uh, about her perspective and all of that. So y'all kind of fleshed in some more of the story, but I am always drawn to folks that like, you know, businessmen, especially like if they have their family, like if they're pretty solid family men, I can really trust them. Right. And, uh, but, but so many times, you know, businessmen, they can show up so charming, You know, even flirty, I mean, that can get them in Mm -hmm. trouble in their marriages, right? But uh, if there can be, you know, this passion for families, I think that is so valuable because the family is the foundation. I mean, you're working for the family, not the family, I don't know, so many, so many folks that in in my counseling and, and I've seen it in personal life too, there's so much regret that happens years later, kids are grown and there's no real substance to their relationships and families. So anyway, yeah. (laughs) They're doing so crucial. No,
1: it's so crucial. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing because it's really, you know, as a performance coach, I always really want people to elevate themselves to their best self. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it especially starts in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Absolutely. It's not,
1: it's not like if you're good in business and communicating, you're good in relationships and communicating. The problem is, is you may not see it mm. and you may not know how to do it. And so if you have that negative belief that you're not good in that, of course, you're going to continue to screw up your relationships, right? Because that's, yeah. you know, there's so many, I, I, I know this uh, basketball that, you know, shooting free throws. If you think you're going to miss the free throws every mm. single time,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: your percentage is going way down. Yeah. Then if you say you're gonna make it every yeah. single time, and it's just that one little shift, right?
0: That is that. That's so so very important. Uh, so when you say you're a performance coach, do uh, clarify with my listeners: that's are you a performance coach for say athletes, performers, or tell us more about the term your performance? For, coach?
1: Usually, just just personal development. You know, business uh-huh. and personal. I mean, my whole my whole role is. I, I look at it as is twofold. One is to set the right mindset. So I have a lot of sporting background mm-hmm. in my life growing mm-hmm. up, playing tennis and soccer and volleyball and and accelerating at high levels. And the thing that was my specialty was just mindset
0: mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know, and really, really knowing how do I program my mind, how do I get myself in the right mindset to do that. And so Performance-wise, you know, I always think of it as it starts with mindset, right? Mm, yeah And so, and then it shifts into really understanding, like, what is the actual process that you're following to get to where you want to go. But it's but it, without mindset, you can't have it. You know, yeah. I think that's a, a very crucial aspect of it.
0: Yeah. That so so you're just like it is personal, but mainly you do uh, you do work with business. People in leadership, business owners, corporate CEOs. Yeah, yeah.
1: All, all sorts of CEOs, corporate. Yeah, I've, I have everywhere from publishing companies to, you know, online marketing companies to financial advisor, you know, people of all sorts.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, so so let me ask you, I've got two questions, actually, probably sure. more, more questions than that, but two that are coming mm-hmm. up right now. How has your journey, Jeff, going from this aha moment when you were counseling or, I mean, or coaching this person and the mm-hmm. aha, when you looked in the mirror and then your, your process of, of finding Michelle, your soulmate, right. who is still your soulmate today. That's like oh, awesome. Yeah. How has that changed you as, as a businessman? How has that changed uh, your mindset? And all, Yeah.
1: It's, it's tremendous. I would say, you know, because when I started that journey, I really started the whole awareness aspect. Like if I don't have awareness, like if I don't see those ahas, like I saw in that call, mm-hmm. it's like I'm missing out. Right. Mm-hmm. So my, mm-hmm. I went on that journey of discovering, you know, who I am and what, what really happens, you know, how people see me and how I show up as a business person, as well as been personal in life mm-hmm. to really just, And then create that, you know, from who who my purpose is, which is through integrity, fun and happiness, Mm -hmm. that I empower myself and others to live an extraordinary life beyond our belief and Mm. live a life of endless possibilities. And so I always look for my purpose, like, you know, how do I become my best self, my highest performance level of that
0: Mm. in
1: this moment, right? And always looking like, how do I do that? And that shifted everything because when I showed up that way to my business clients, they connected with me even better, wow. right? My mm-hmm. results went up because things, their, their results of my clients went up, you know, just because of shifting those kind of things and really making sure that, you know, mindset is the first piece um, to it. And how do you control that? and have a process to control that.
0: I think I so appreciate you explaining that. There's so many people that they think that they're putting on, you know, this you know, air, this performance and but people can see right through that. And yeah. and I'm hearing this this self-awareness, this mindset uh and really catching some thoughts that would otherwise be automatic or subconscious this um, this has made a difference with the energy with which you actually show up in your work and in your relationships. Oh yeah,
1: especially today. It's just, mm. I'm like night and day how much I've grown, mm. but I've also made the commitment to grow, right? Most mm. people don't even make that commitment, right? They just kind of let life go by and not actually commit mm. to that transformation, that self-awareness, you know, that be, becoming your highest, best self, type aspect
0: i'm hearing too jeff from you is that you're really you're really grounded in your purpose and you verbalize that so beautifully so how important is that as you're as you're moving through as a business leader you want some results in your business or even as a family man and you you want to connect with your family how important is that centering and that purpose
1: I think it's crucial. I think it's really crucial. I mean, I know in the beginning, when I started doing that, when just really grounding myself in my purpose, every time I'd walk through a door frame, I would remind myself who my purpose is. Mm. So it just think of how many doors you walk through, Mm. you walk into a business meeting Mm did you think of your purpose first or were you looking at what you're going to say to them and how you're going to say to that? Right. Yeah. Um, And then you think of all those different times you walk through a doorframe and the more you kind of remind yourself, this is who I am. And how can I show that up in this particular moment? It it becomes again, a win-win for the other person on the other side. And my goal is for them to experience it the same way I experience it. So I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. I want to, you know, be around people that want the same thing. And if I give that energy to them, I always notice that that purpose and passion will come back to me no matter who they are. You know, I just, I feel that's a, it's a good thing. And obviously when we connected again, same thing, you know, I just wanted to give, give, give and share and go back and forth, which made it really easy for our conversation as well.
0: Yeah. And I so appreciate it, actually. So a lot of folks know, I actually, yeah, I was kind of quote unquote picking your brain as a businessman. I mean, I've been a therapist and haven't really been in that business world. And here you've been in the business world and not been a therapist. So I thought <laughs> exactly. this is great. I would love to to get some of this insight, because I think those of us in the mental health field and have been trained uh, to do psychotherapy, I think there's this missing piece, Jeff. <laughs> i'm telling you it's been several years that i've actually had folks uh that that have been in this world entrepreneurs and they're thinking differently and so how can i as a therapist kind of keep up with oh i i've never thought i stretched my it's stretched my own thinking but this is a journey that we're all on and i think it's just it's remarkable that that you're doing the work that you're doing and and you've got your family like you've got a wife your soulmate and what four kids you've got
1: four kids yeah one's out of the house so we we know we did one thing correctly (laughs) (laughs) we still got three to go it's always a a journey and adventure but it's been great it's been amazing you know and and that's it's funny because again it was intentionally developed like on our first date we even talked about Things like that. Like if we had a family, what what would you want, right? Yeah. What would that look like? Yeah, you know. And she's like, "We want. I want three kids." I'd be like, "Yeah, that's what I want too." Yeah. And at the time, uh, you know, she already um, my oldest is my stepdaughter, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so at the time it was like, "Okay, we'd have three more."
0: You get an and, instant family. <laughs> and
1: it was instant. And it was funny. It was an instant family, and it was funny because. The, the thing that was holding me back is uh, that I recognize as awareness mm. is I was not actually like mm. consciously working in a way to be find the woman of my dreams, mm-hmm. have a family, build a family, like the things and the activities and who I was being and what I was doing was nowhere in alignment to that
0: mm. until
1: I saw that. Right.
0: Okay. And then. And then once I
1: saw that, it was really simple to go, okay, if I want to be a father, if I want to have a family, if I want to find the woman of my dreams, then, you know, I've got to behave, look, and shit, everything had to shift to my best self of who, Mm. how I wanted people to perceive me, Mm. you know, and so that, that alone shifted everything for me. Mm. And when I, when I met Michelle, you know, and she told me that she had a child and, it, uh, it was so funny. I was like, that's fantastic. How old is she? And I started went through this and, you know, most, most single guys may not want to do that, you know, and then <laughs> and, and it's like, and she, and that was one of the things she's, she's expressed to me multiple times and said, you know, he was the first one that actually said something different, wow. Wow. you know, and, and I didn't do that. Like, It was just natural in the moment to do that Mm. from coming from my purpose, from coming from my intention of really finding the woman of my dreams and being open to everything. And so uh, because of that, it just shifted. Right. And so. uh, So, yeah.
0: Well, I can imagine with your your attitude too, Jeff, even as a dad to a stepdad and a dad that what you did for this this client and looking in the mirror your kids are mirrors to you aren't they
1: oh (laughs) they totally are they totally are they having kids will
0: transform your life and to be able to look at them and be able to also to do your own awareness as a parent is crucial Mm -hmm. isn't it
1: oh it's it's totally crucial i i no matter um you know, one thing too is, you know, I told you about the door frame thing that I do, mm. but one thing is coming like from work, right? Mm. No matter how bad the day was or how good the day was or whatever things were still on my mind at work, as soon as I walked through the front door, mm. right, it was like I transformed into my super dad or whatever and shifted everything wow. like, you know, and, and reminded myself of my purpose and reminded you know, my mission of having, you know, beautiful kids and being with my wife and all that, and just showing up that way. Mm, Right. mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. and so, uh, and my kids would always say that too. Why is daddy always so happy? (laughs) Right. And it's like, it's because it was intentional. Oh, that's wonderful. I tell you, it's intentional, right. You know, and so, Um, and, uh, and I think that's important.
0: It is important, and I, I know there's some flaws about you too, Jeff, I won't even ask you about those, but oh, there's yeah. got to be times in which you kind of get off a little bit from what your intentions are or your, or your purpose totally, or whatever. We all do, for sure. So really, that. I think when you, when you talk about this t- uh, this tension and this gap between what you really wanted, but then how you were actually living it out, that tension there, to me, is that space where there can be the anxiety, the depression, the mood, all of that stuff. It's because there's not the alignment. There's not the integration. So what you're doing, I believe, in, in your work is good mental health when you're aligning what you really want with your behavior. And, and there's, there's alignment and integrity, like you said.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, there is a line of integrity. That like This is who I say I am. This is how I want people to perceive me. This is how I want to show up. And if I'm not out, that's out of integrity. Mm. And sometimes it takes my wife saying, hey, are you really doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Did you just hear yourself? You know, and it's like, (laughs) oh, yeah, okay, okay. And you shift back, right? Yeah. You know, we, we do. We fall out of alignment. But I also created an environment with my wife and with my kids that when we're not behaving who we are, Mm-hmm. to say something about it
0: and, right? and that, you know what I want to hold that because I think that is very very crucial and uh, to have uh, an agreement ahead of time that, mm-hmm. that and and this is really true partnership Jeff I want to I want to um, admonish you or admire you because uh, you're doing what the masters do like the difference between the masters and the disasters right <laughs> what John <laughs> Gottman talks about so being able to have that partnership, giving your wife permission to call you out when you're not showing up and you're, you know, with your true self and your, you know, what you want to be, and then you accepting that influence from her, like that is a dynamic that uh, is something that that number one can be nurtured. So if you're listening to this, my listeners, if you're watching this, yep. listening to this, and this is not happening in your lives, this can be created and nurtured, but there needs to be that partnership in order. I mean, you gotta be on, you gotta be partners. I know that uh, Dr. Stan Tatkin, he was on episode eight and nine, talked about having this principle of governess and that, but it sounds to me like you're really clear and that you and yeah. Michelle were able to talk through that. And then with whatever, whatever glitches in the relationship come up, if that's a time to revisit, okay, what do we need to put in place? And, How can And we, that's,
1: and that's yeah. the same thing you can do in your, your working environment too, right? You know, I, I talk of yes. it more as an expectations conversation, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when there's fight or flight, or when people are not, gelling together. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It has to do with one person has some sort of expectation Mm -hmm. that's not being fulfilled.
0: Yes. And so
1: because it's not being fulfilled, then they behave a certain way from their past Mm -hmm. thinking that 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 that's going to change it, which it really doesn't. It just magnifies it and makes it even worse. And so it's important to have that communication level that, hey, it's okay to say this to me. And when you say it, I need to, you know, snap my fingers and snap out of it, mm-hmm. take a deep breath and really hone it in, mm-hmm. evaluate it, take the awareness, and then show up again as my best self, whatever's there. And it's, it's challenging, you know, because we, we have those moments, like you said, where we're just not you know, in perfect form, right. Or your, Mm -hmm. your highest, best self. It's not like you can, you can do that, but I can tell you, you have less of those episodes. The more you are intentional in your life Mm
0: -hmm. than you Mm -hmm.
1: would, if you just let life fly by the seat of the pants. Right. So it's, it's more importantly, it gets easier and easier and less and less episodes where that kind of negative self of yours pops up. Uh-huh. When you're really intentional, you know, and you and you create yourself to be intentional
0: and, and it really is what are you going to cultivate that's going to be going to be the norm in your family or even in your work environment for that matter, what is that that gonna be? is it going if if it is the negative and there is a whole lot more power that negative thoughts have on the brain than positive ones. But if you can get like when the glitches do show up, if it can be more out of the ordinary and getting back on track and of course in the military they call it uh the after action review like if something goes awry Mm -hmm. you're gonna you need to learn from it so that it doesn't repeat itself exactly Uh, and and so you get you get better at it so yes i'm all about when when conflict shows up it's actually an opportunity for growth for awareness because it is it's i mean you'd like to have all your bases covered but life happens.
1: <laughs> and, right.
0: and, uh, and so it is normal to have some of those things show up, but I love it that you're, you're talking that you've got this, you know, this flow, so to speak, this norm of more positivity.
1: Yeah. And, and like I said, the episodes do come. I remember talking to one of my clients and, or just a friend, you know, uh-huh. and I thought, I thought to myself, I was helping him out and then he decided to do something different and i i just snapped in my head and i didn't really recognize it you know and i started going back and forth and when i got off the phone with him i just realized like i felt like he didn't trust me anymore mm. and i and i went back into some old story as a little kid not being trusted. Mm. And I went into this whole thing, which is not who I am. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. just some automatic way I showed up. And, you know, again, I called him kind of talked through that, let him know what I was, what was happening on my end. Cause he was like, this isn't the Jeff I know. Right. Mm. He's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, and, and just kind of get that out in the open. And I think the more you can catch yourself, not being your best self and having that awareness and really going back and showing up as your best self with that person or with that coworker or with your spouse, I think uh, the better off you are, because again, you're, you're always elevating yourself to your best.
0: Well, what would you say, Jeff? Because here's, here's what comes across sometimes is that, Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, I I don't want to be stereotypical here. (laughs) (laughs) they have a hard time admitting there that they've done anything wrong okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i try to yeah. tell people hey you know what i don't think anything less of you let's just put it out in the open and let's see if we can do some repair here and but what do you say to the person maybe who has that real you, usually yeah.
1: i would start with a question in my head right so if I want to just give the answer too much, which is something I, I have a tendency of doing as well, especially yeah. as a coach, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, my 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 wife and my kids didn't hire me as a coach, right? So I have, Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? So it's kind of like they give me this and I'm like, "Oh, this is what you got to do. It. This is how you got to do it." Yeah, you know, and you go into that mindset, but but going back to the like the the rightness, right? Mm-hmm. I think when when I get into that mood, I'd say I would say something like, so what if I was wrong, Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And what if I was this person that's saying that I'm wrong Mm -hmm. and I was in their shoes, what would that actually look like? Like if I could just make it all up, what would actually make it wrong if I was that person, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And just that deep breath of understanding that is kind of the first step. Mm -hmm. to really being able to have an an open conversation with someone Mm -hmm. versus the automatic, here's the answer. Be quiet. I know it's the answer. Stop talking. I'm, this is what you need to do, or this is, this is the thing, right? Yeah. So I think that's, that's an important thing that I, I definitely know when I say, well, what if I was wrong? You know, maybe I am wrong. Let's take a look at that. Yeah. And it's okay to be wrong. (laughs) It's okay. And that's the whole thing. And I am too, one of those guys too, like, I want (laughs) to, I want to figure it out all on my own, but it's also important to, you know, be able to say, okay, maybe I don't know this. So if not, it's okay to be vulnerable and, and be open and, and, and ask that person from curiosity, Mm. right? Mm
0: -hmm. Like their
1: perspective, that's having them see it a different way, right? Tell me a little bit more about that. You know, what has you, what prompts you to say that to me that this way is wrong and 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 actually listen from those questions and get those people to interact so that you can get on a a kind of same playing field and say, oh yeah, now I see your point of view, right? Now I see what you're talking about. Of course. I know I was in a personal development course one time and they were, they were saying, um, something like, you know, they had, they had some sort of deal up and they're like, what, what is this, right? Or what, what did I draw there? And everybody's like, no, you drew nothing. You didn't draw anything. And I'm like, no, no, you guys are all wrong. That's not what I drew. And, and then it's like, well, what did you draw? I was like, well, I see an X on the back. Yeah, there you go. So if you told me there is nothing there and I'm looking this way, I'm like, no, there's an X. You're yeah. like, no, no, there's no, there's no X there. What are you talking about? You're yeah, wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 there's an X. I'm looking at an X. Yeah. But until you turn it around and allow someone to see the X, then they'll go, you know what? I see your X now. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? And then you'll turn around and go, you know what? I see your blank, your blank sheet of paper.
0: Yes. Now. Yeah. And
1: now you can have a real conversation of what are we going to do next?
0: Absolutely. Right? It is that ability, Jeff, to have a perspective other than your own and to be able to empathize and see the perspective of another. I think that's brilliant. You're doing a great job. I so so appreciate you and what you're doing. Let me ask you this: if there's a a, a businessman that's listening to this or a businesswoman, someone in the corporate mm-hmm. world, and their lives are falling apart at home, and what kind of advice? would you give that person that, and maybe they just, they are having to like, keep this leadership. They're kind of isolated. Uh, what advice would you give to this person?
1: You know, I think the first thing is you've got to know it's okay to have support,
0: Mm. Mm. right? Because
1: the, the mindset that's there in the beginning is I have to figure this out my own you know, Mm -hmm. and especially in business, sometimes it's like, I'm at this highest level, like I may be the CEO. And it's like, I can't show up saying I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. though I feel like what I'm telling them to do, I really don't even know if that would work. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And I think just that that first perspective is, you need to get some sort of support, whether it's Counseling, whether it's coaching, whether it's consulting, you know, you need to open up as something is if this is important to you mm-hmm. to really be that person to start with reaching out and getting into communication with someone else that can listen to the other side and have a dialogue about what's really there and what you really want and start to identify where you are now and where you want to be. Because a lot of times we think we know that, but if you really hear yourself, you know, talk about it, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem that way,
0: mm-hmm. right? To mm-hmm. others. Yeah, And
1: so you really want to have someone get the, you know, the whole clarity about that and get, get clear on the clarity. I think that's important. Clarity and focus is one of my powers or my secret powers that I teach. Mm-hmm. And, and then the second thing is definitely... You know, um, put yourself into either a class or a training or read a book, you know, but get into a dialogue about that. I think that's just so crucial. Hiding out is like the number one thing that most people do. They try to figure it out and hide out versus sharing and actually getting it on the court, just like finding my soulmate was the same thing you know it's like i felt embarrassed if i didn't have that person in my life mm-hmm. i felt embarrassed mm-hmm. or unsuccessful that i wasn't able to do something like that mm-hmm. there's all these negative things so it prevented me to talking to people mm-hmm. because i didn't even want to talk about it even if they wanted to say hey are you dating anyone? Are you doing it? I felt like, Oh, great. Now I'm going into the Mm -hmm. negative stuff. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it wasn't until I was open with it and started saying, well, you know, I haven't found her yet and I'm on this journey to do that, you know, and, and open up and maybe you can help me. Mm. Right. And just asking that the power of asking is so, so key because most people don't ask. Yeah. And, They don't ask because of the fear and because of the concern of looking bad and and being wrong. So that stops it, them. So I communication yeah. is the key. You know, it you is, gotta, it you gotta get key. a support person.
0: It is. You are so right because isolation is really the biggest enemy here. And I think the most successful business people, the ones that are excelling in their families and in their organizations, are those who do allow support a support system so they're not alone and I think that is so so crucial Jeff you're doing a remarkable work and another time maybe I can have you talk about your five five principles but right now yeah, uh, how can people get in touch with you
1: um I think the best way would just be to go to uh, my website Mm -hmm. and it's just my name jeffcrawl.com and that's probably the easiest way because if you're looking for your soulmate there's a link there to free videos and different things like that. And if you're looking for business stuff, there's a link there to, you know, have a, a discovery call or a, a conversation with me, but, you know, I'd be more than willing to help out and, and help any of your clients and listeners really, you know, well, take it to the you. next level.
0: Yeah, you're, you're doing <laughs> a remarkable work in this world and making a huge difference on, on families yeah. and in the business world. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. This conversation was so profound. As I reflected, I had even more ah ahas, realizing it's easy to be skeptical when people are happy or they figured out the flow in their relationships. And I just loved it when Jeff's kids asked, why is dad so happy? It seems for most negativity is the norm. And I believe we can make our best selves the norm. And here's my takeaways. Number one, be aware of what you want. And it is possible to live in alignment with what you want. Number two, be intentional to live in alignment with your purpose. That's integrity. That alone will give you some good vibes. And number three, ask yourself, is this who I am? How can I show up with who I am in this particular moment? Again, I love the examples of Jeff walking through the doorway and being aware and even rehearsing his own purpose for, I I think that's just brilliant. So let me ask you, what stood out to you? Share your takeaways by going to betterrelationshipsbetterlife.com. Next week, we'll talk with my speaker friends and colleagues, Dennis and Angela Buttemer, who will talk with us about their purposeful togetherness, how to partner in relationships and business. And until then, I would absolutely love it for you to share, subscribe, rate, and comment in the streaming platform of your choice. This is good stuff, and we don't want others to miss out. See you next time on Better Relationships, Better Life.